0: All right, boys and girls, in this podcast, you'll see me wearing a Ludix Aviation hat. These things are selling like hot cakes. They sold out within three days. I've got more on order, ludixaviation.com. If they're there and not sold out, buy them. If they are sold out, I'm getting more. So just, all right, depending on when this video comes out, it's difficult to tell when I'm gonna post stuff, so. This is the Welcome to the Sky podcast. Your place for stories, news, opinions, and conversations about the best thing in the world, flying i'm lou dix your host and friend as we talk about everything from flight training to the airlines and much much more i have a lot to say so sit back relax and let's get this thing off the ground in the welcome to the sky podcast in this episode of the welcome to the sky podcast well let me throw it back to the previous episode where i said this not just keyboard warriors the authorities as well they're they're all watching and and like there's been instances where YouTube, aviation YouTubers have been pulled up by somebody like a keyboard warrior sending stuff to the fizz door. Oh, yeah, getting reported. Yeah. That yeah. that happens a lot too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's so true because people like to see the downfall of people, to be honest. After eight years of owning a YouTube channel, running it to make the best videos that I can possibly make, the most genuine content, the funniest content, somebody has finally taken exception to it and gone so far as to contact the FAA to complain about one of my videos. Well, let's talk about it, shall we? Because I, like, like look, the, the last thing that any pilot, let alone YouTuber, wants to hear is that the FAA is trying to talk to you. That's the last thing that you want to do. But in all honesty, I was quite happy to talk to the FAA because I've spoken to them. Oh, I've, I've spoken to them. We've had conversations, uh, usually, that I'd you know, raise uh, a little bit of apprehension, but to be honest with you, I really wanted to talk to the FAA about this issue because I know, I know a hundred percent I was not in the wrong. So I'm more than, more than happy to chat to the FAA about it. So tell you what, let me read the email that I received, which I kept, you know, I'm going to keep it as a memento for this this uh, this moment, but it says, uh, good afternoon. I'm fielding a complaint regarding one of your videos. The FAA FISDO received an email complaint that in your video, eight aircraft invade airport restaurant. The aircraft were flying in formation and in violation of part 91 111. Could you give me a call? I called him back immediately. Well, the video in question is the one where uh, I fly with Otto, actually, from the previous episode of the Welcome to the High podcast. If you've not seen it, go and watch it, it'll be linked. We uh, took a, a Cherokee up to Ocala to do an airport invasion. Uh, during that flight, uh, during the video, I put this part in it. Otto and I are constantly monitoring the position of the other invading aircraft, some of which were flying in formation, which was really cool to see. You and i were watching all this let me just stop that there and we'll read what 91 is so there's aircraft in the video flying in formation that's absolutely true now, 9111, operating near other aircraft. No person may operate an aircraft so close to aircraft as to create a collision hazard. If two people are flying a Cherokee and they're like a couple of inches from each other's wing, I'd say that's a little bit dangerous. I don't see any danger from what was just in the video, though. So, but I mean, then again, I wasn't part of the formation flight. However, let's continue. The second part of it says, no person may operate an aircraft in formation flight, except by arrangement with the pilot in command of each aircraft in the formation. Now then, the genius that filed this complaint and was so outraged dove deep and tried to find that little grain. And what they thought was that grain in the head was actually probably the brain because they're way off base here. If you're flying in the formation, and I'll say that again, if you are the one flying in the formation, then... Yeah, you need to be part of the conversations to arrange it prior to flight. Now, this person that filed the complaint looked at the video and was completely blinded by rage. This person has sat at home, I imagine... In the mum and dad's basement, no shirt on, Cheeto crust all over the chest. And they've just thought to themselves, I can't stand this guy's positive attitude and his outlook on life. Ah, oh, how can I get him? And then they've, they've found a little thing and they've thought, hold on, this is an illegal formation flight. He's not been part of the pre-flight briefings. He's operating so close to other aircraft and putting it in his video. I've got him. Oh, I've got him now. He's mine. I just, no, let's take that rage blindness and just move it to the the backside for a second because if you think about this logically and actually listen to what i say in the video we would have avoided all this and the faa wouldn't have had their time wasted by a ridiculous phone call or complaint whatever it was but let's listen to this because if you have a brain that's sized a little bit bigger than a grain you'll understand this part Otto and I were watching all this from a safe distance, which caused a little bit of tension in our aircraft. I can't believe anybody but is flying in formation. Well, they arranged it all before the flight, and I was busy filming for this video. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay, all right. It's debatable as to whether this part of the video was actually funny or not. That's the only part about this that's debatable because the fact of the matter is that whether this bit was funny or not, I mentioned in it that we were not part of the formation flight. I didn't mention it, actually, it was Otto that mentioned it in his stupid high voice. I can't believe everybody but us is flying in formation. That mentions right there in the video for all to hear that we were not part of the formation flight, okay? I I also said that the uh, regulation was taken care of because the pilots arranged it prior to the flight. I wasn't part of it because I was too busy making a video. I can't believe everybody but us is flying in formation. Well, they arranged it all before the flight and I was busy filming for this video. There it is. That, that right there should have stopped Cheeto Boy in his tracks, but it didn't. Now, I understand that, like, in videos, you know, things aren't always as they seem i edit my videos and know that you know context can be lost and stuff but there's no way in this situation that you could say that i was part of this formation flight i was absolutely not there's no like you've got the view all around when it cuts back to us like flying you can see nobody around us in in the windows and stuff like it's it's, we're not operating in formation it's absolutely clear so that this person has just thought that that, you know (laughs) that they've got something on me and they absolutely haven't. So the conversation with the FA, the guy said, hello. And first of all, said that they've watched my video, which, you know, a little bit nerve wracking to know that they've gone through my, my video. But what he said next was really nice. He said it was very entertaining. I said, thank you very much. Why are we even on this phone call? And he goes, well... We've, uh, we've had a complaint where somebody's alleged that you've broken 91-111 which is the, the regulation I just said and we've reviewed it and we see no violation of the regulation whatsoever in fact you even say in the video that the regulation was taken care of because the pilots that were involved in the formation flight got together and arranged it before the flight and I said absolutely and he said so we, we find no uh, uh, regulation break here. He said, what I would say is that just be careful what you do put into videos because things can be misconstrued and misunderstood and that can lead to misunderstandings like this happening. And I said, listen... I've been making videos since 2015 okay I've had my fair share of people coming onto my videos and in the comments being nasty in the comments because that that's the type of world we live in now we live in a world where social media reigns supreme and people have anonymity over the internet and they think they can say and do whatever they want and, and feelings don't matter to these types of people and I've learned to put ...disclaimers into my videos, so at the beginning of videos you'll see, you know, this video is not for instruction. Uh, In fact, you know what? You know what? Let me me read the disclaimer that I point to this, because it's in the uh, description of the video as well. Ludix Aviation videos are edited to be as entertaining as possible. This may remove context. Many procedures, situations, explanations, and flight phases have been edited out. Oh. Do not use for instructional purposes. This video is for entertainment purposes only. I told the FA, I said, listen, in all my videos, I usually cut out many of the checklists that I do, many of the procedures, many of the explanations and, and, and all that, because it makes it a more entertaining video. And after all, after all, this is my YouTube channel. So I can operate it and put whatever I want or whatever I don't want into videos. Now if somebody doesn't like it and thinks that they can do it better, by all means, go and make your own YouTube channel and, and try and compete because it's not as easy as it looks, right? Uh, went through that in the, in the previous episode, but you know, that's what I told the FAA. I said, you know, I take stuff out. I want to make entertaining videos. And, uh, to that, you know, he, he was absolutely fine with me saying that. And he said, uh, he said, yeah, well, we've also been through your other videos. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. This is it. All right. He's got me. And I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up that the, that what the FAA guy said, he said, we've been through your other videos and we appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate it because your video might be the difference maker in getting somebody up off the couch and getting them into an aircraft and into flight training. <laughs> as a, as a CFI and as a content creator who is trying to make the most genuine videos possible, the most fun videos possible, and even you know when I'm making stupid videos like the the CFI video uh, where you know I did the three different CFIs with Otto, incidentally like oh, that's born out of my experiences and to put it out there in a funny way, but to try and help people that are coming into flight training to watch out for flight instructors like this. Because, you know, as, as exaggerated as that video is, it's true. It's from my own experience, and it happens. And a lot of people on that video commented that they've had similar experiences, obviously less exaggerated than than the video. But you know, you get the point. So to hear that from the FAA that it's, it's being appreciated—that you know what I'm trying to do—is amazing. The FAA, the authority for me, they allow me to have my pilot certificates and allow me to operate in the airspace that I do. So to hear that the you know pleased with what I'm putting out there is amazing, and it's a real confidence boost. And uh, at the end of the conversation, the FAA person said, your videos are inspiring and entertaining. I I can't think of two words that sum up what I'm trying to do on YouTube more than those. Uh, and you know, it, my my channel started as me just making videos, going through my training process, and and it changed once I became a CFI to showing you know students, you know, d- doing doing lessons and, and stuff, and and people have seemed to identify with it. And although my channel doesn't get the views that other channels get, who make big productions and you know have beautiful editing and stuff, I, I will never be that person. I've never been professionally trained in like editing and and all that. It's all self learned and self taught, but. I'm putting the stuff out there that I think is is genuine to me. And, again, to have the support of the FA, not only the FA, but all the people that watch my, my videos regularly and, and people that stop in, you know, from time to time to watch some of my videos and comment the nice things that they comment because it's it's like 99% good comments and good people that are interacting on these videos and this this 1% that come on and, and they're just unhappy with the, their own lives or their own pilot situation. And some of them probably have only ever flown on a simulator. So, I mean, you've got to take it with a grain of salt. But it's incredible to me that, you know, to have the support of you people and also, you know, the FAA. I mean, if I f- something up in another video, then it's going to be a different conversation. But, you know, that's that's the line that you tore as an aviation content creator. So, yeah, that that's the situation. So, some idiot called the FAA... And actually, you know what? I'll, sh- I'll show you the I'll show you the, the thing because it was actually commented by somebody uh, anonymous, is, is what the name was. So I, I just talked about how. You know, online, everybody thinks they've got anonymity and they can say whatever they want. This person literally was anonymous. They said they were literally going to contact the FAA. I was expecting this. I was expecting it. But I kind of dismissed the comment at the time because I was like, oh, you know what? Get away with your, your negativity. I actually responded to it, uh, but I deleted it because I didn't want the negativity on there. But, you know, I wish I'd have kept it though. now because, oh, 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 you tried. You did your best. You did what you could. I mean, fair play to you. But it didn't work out, did it? You know it, th- that's that's a really negative thing to happen, right? And I'm not the only one that's this ha- that this has happened to. Like I, we were literally, I was just talking about this with Otto in the previous podcast. It happens with other aviation YouTubers, and for the most part, it's just people at home that are either jealous or unhappy with their own situation. You've got to be in a really low place to try and do this to somebody. And I'm not, I'm not the only aviation YouTuber that this has happened to, and I won't be the last. But it, this was my first experience with something like this, and I'm just thankful that DFA were on my side and you were on my side uh, for this one at least. So I suggest that Anonymous, just think before you act because you, you've made yourself look really stupid that you don't know the rules and that you don't listen and that y- you've wasted the FAA's time. There's plenty of other stuff going on out there in aviation that, that they've got to spend their time looking at and for them to have to stop and look at my video to see that I've done absolutely everything in my power to make sure that I'm operating safely within the regulations. Like, you've made yourself look really stupid. So speaking of looking stupid, you know, I I tell you that I want to make the best aviation content, the most genuine aviation content and help people and and all this. And I spoke in the last episode about how aviation content creators have a, uh, a, a duty to make the most genuine content as possible. Because people watching aviation videos from the outside, whether you wanna come in to be a student pilot or you know, you're know you just a casual watcher and like aviation videos, you might not know better than to follow what is going on in some of these videos. I think it's a really dangerous precedent to set to put dangerous things related to aviation in videos. And I was actually sent something literally just now today now this video was posted uh, five hours ago and uh, the title of it is fake pilot crashing airplane prank gone wrong must watch now i mentioned in the previous podcast episode that clickbait and aviation videos don't mix they, they don't mix well when we start to set the precedent of going flying to try and find something wrong you know with every flight so, you know something going on like a, a some something malfunctioning or or us putting ourselves into a situation that we think would get views, that doesn't mix with aviation whatsoever. Granted, the top-notch Idiots YouTube channel is not an aviation channel. They don't know any better. It's literally in the title. They're idiots, right? And I'm an idiot as well. But I don't think I'm an idiot when it comes to aviation. Now, they made this video and rented... Uh, an aircraft uh, i'm just gonna let some of this play as i talk about it you can see in the opening for it they're doing zero g stuff there with somebody in the back okay they're wearing silly pilot uniforms and they've got people in the back acting i i think it's all acting to be honest with you all of this is completely staged however it takes a step further Away from being staged when you're actually doing dangerous things in the flight to make the video funny. It gets to a certain part where they're pretending that one of the pilots falls ill or whatever. Alright, we've all seen that kind of video before. It's the next bit that I saw that I just had to stop and I was absolutely baffled. Like the acting in this, by the way, is terrible. Not from the guy that's actually pretending to fall ill, but the people in the back. Good acting by the woman great acting by the pilot as well the actual only one in that airplane that knows what they're doing and is responsible as pilot in command for what's going on zero g steep turn guy in the back zero g I was gonna stop it right there there's a guy in the back of the aircraft and they're doing a spin this is a reddit on this Flight Academy teams up with YouTuber to scare unsuspecting customers as a prank, possibly violating FARs, FARs on camera. With the caveat that this may be staged, I mean, it, it has to be staged because, I mean, the acting was absolutely terrible. They appear to have teamed up with Flight Academy to take people up in a Cessna 172 November for sightseeing flights and then make the passengers think that the airplane was crashing. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I don't know of any Cessna 172 POH that approves Uh, spins with anybody in the back in the video they appear to perform stalls pushovers and a spin with the rear seat occupied a check of the Cessna 172 November POH confirms that while the airplane is indeed approved for spins it is only approved for them while being operated in the utility category which prohibits the rear seat from being occupied the risk of having people in the back and having weight to the back of the aircraft is going into what we call a flat spin A flat spin is literally, as it says, the aircraft kind of spins on a flat plane. You can't get the nose down to break the stall. You can't break the spin. You die. Now, this is a flight academy doing this, right? The flight academy has obviously said okay to making money from these prank people who need an airplane to go up in and and a pilot. What are we doing? What is this flight academy and this pilot in particular doing doing this sort of stuff just for the sake of a clickbait video. People are still, still not learning. This is on video for everybody to see for the rest of time. And unfortunately for the Flight Academy, they are not in control of this video because it's it's not their YouTube channel. I I I don't I don't know what else there is to say on that. It's just incredibly stupid and incredibly short sighted and just dangerous. Unless it was all done on a green screen. The point is, is that Again, going back to what I said in the previous video, we have a duty when we're making aviation videos or flying or doing whatever, even if we don't make aviation videos, whatever flights that we do, we have a duty to be safe. And especially if you're an aviation content creator, we have a duty to put out content that is genuine and safe for people to see and follow the example of. Because it's not only you that can be affected, it's other people that can be affected too. The guy that's in the back of that aircraft that's being spun around may not know any better. Probably doesn't know any better. They're relying on you to keep everybody safe. I'm going to finish off this episode with a little bit of a QA and a from the last episode. Last episode, I wasn't able to get to a QA and a because uh, I recorded it before uh, I'd released the one before that so whatever timelines all right here we go let, let me let me go through some of these comments here from the previous episode uh, have you ever flown a g1000 plane do you have something against it or do you just not do it i have flown g1000 i just don't have access to g1000 uh, the, the planes that i use for flight instruction are all steam gauges or for the most part steam gauges i just don't have access to a g1000 plane i will put on record though that i do prefer steam gauges I think learning on Steam gauges as opposed to just G1000 stuff is beneficial, although the way the world is going now, everything is becoming... Electronic and and all that, so that's why all these flight schools are going for those types of aircraft, the G one thousands. But I really do think it's beneficial to learn or at least have some time in aircraft that only have steam gauges. Question for the next episode: What are the best ways, your opinion, to build hours for an individual with a goal of getting ATP hour requirements? P.S. Keep up the good work. Been loving the content. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Honestly, for me, the best way is to be a flight instructor. Now. Being an instructor is not for everybody. It is time consuming and it consumes a lot of your patience as well, flying with students that sometimes don't listen to what you're saying. It takes them a long time to understand concepts and stuff. It can be a little bit frustrating at times. However, the reward for being a flight instructor is taking somebody from having no knowledge of how to fly an aircraft whatsoever to to getting them to the certificates and ratings uh, and and getting them through training. It's a really rewarding process to go through. And it really teaches you a lot and raises your skill level as a pilot. I saw my skill level as a pilot leap so far when I became a flight instructor. So that for me is the best way to do it. There are other ways of doing it that uh, don't kind of involve instructing. But of course, when you're instructing, you are not only flying, but you're making money while you fly. So you're getting the hours, but you're also getting paid. Now, how much you're getting paid is a completely other question. Instructors are criminally underpaid for what we do. I'm not. My price is outrageous. So at like flight schools, it's, it, it, it's tough to make a, a proper living as a flight instructor. But if you're looking to get hours quickly, going to a flight school and being an instructor is the way to go, in my opinion. If anybody else knows of any other ways that might be better than being a flight instructor, let me know in the comments would love the podcast to be on Apple Podcasts too. It's already there. Go to Apple Podcasts. You can listen to it there. I'm nothing if not accommodating. Love your sense of fun and sense of humor. Would love to continue my flight training with you. Am I asking too much for you to relocate to Sydney, Australia? On my way, mate. On my way. Hi, I did the exam and was approved, but I'm not confident to start the flights. Any tips to study everything again? Tips for studying. I mean, you've already gone through the the written exam, it seems, and you just got to build confidence for the flight. The confidence with the flying portion comes from actually flying and practicing. The proficiency, like aviation is a proficiency game. You only become proficient if you fly, right? And to build your confidence, you have to get out there and see that you can do these things that we need to do, that you are capable, that you have good control over the aircraft and and allowing yourself to fail, and to do something not quite as well as you would like to is really important as well. So you have to have an instructor that is going to allow you to make mistakes, but biting the bullet and going, trying, you know, the flying is the only way to do it. That's, 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 that's all I can really say. All right. the last question here Jacob a uh, quick question getting prepped for my check ride my CFI recommended the private pilot oral exam guide book for preparation are there any other mods slash methods for training that you can recommend yeah I mean I, when I was going through my PPL check ride I used that oral exam guide and it really did help me a lot just going through that and seeing the question and answers the other thing that helped me as well was that I found a time which at, at the which at the time was few and far between. It was a video of a mock private pilot oral exam. And it went way into detail on the different questions and stuff, which in all honesty turned out to be way more than I ever did on the actual check ride. But it really did help me to to go through that. So now on YouTube, there are plenty of people that have mock private pilot orals on YouTube. So I would suggest going through those and seeing those because it kind of gets you in the mode of of seeing how it is. When you're going in for your private pilot check, right, you don't know what to expect. That that creates a big fear in your brain going into the situation. So once you see how the situation plays out, you know, in a video, that's how it is in real life. You're going to sit with your examiner across from them you are going to present them your documents you're going to go through your documents and then go through all the paperwork and stuff and then they'll get to the the thing and and what you'll see is that it's it's just a casual conversation between you and your examiner so seeing that you know in a YouTube video really helped me and and it will help you as well so I mean going through the oral exam guidebook and and using your tools online as well we're in an age where online you can find everything so do some searches on YouTube for oral exam or mock oral, oral exams and you'll you'll be you'll be golden in my opinion but those questions are from episode 2 I'm recording this before episode three goes out, so I'm a little bit behind, but we'll we'll catch up. We'll catch up at some point. You've seen me wear this hat throughout the podcast today. The Ludix Aviation hats are back in production and being sent to me at the moment. Actually, by the time this video comes out, they might be back available on my website. So go and check ludixaviation.com if you want to get a hat and support the channel. You can also support by subscribing here on YouTube, following on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, because I've put the podcast on apple Podcasts now so it's it's on spotify apple Podcasts, and youtube go over there listen to it on your drive to work on the drive to the airport wherever you wherever you're driving to anyway thank you for listening thank you for watching i'll see you on the next one